0: Hey everybody, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. I'm James Adams. He's Skeeter Robinson. This is the Fantastics, My Fantasy Fix, DFS Golf Podcast and Skeeter. This is the last one we will do in the first half of the year. Is this the final June broadcast before we flip it to July? So, first and foremost, uh happy July 4th to you and everybody else as we'll be watching the Rocket Mortgage final on the 4th of July. And uh, Skeeter, I uh I've had a decent start to the year, not I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've been great. I've had to make some deposits. I've cashed some chick, some tickets. How have you been doing so far this year? As we make the uh, the halfway mark,
1: um, I think it's been better than was it two years ago or even last year pre uh, the pre COVID shutdown. Um, but I just haven't had that. I think I've had once or twice a live Sunday. You know, going into Sunday, like, oh, I got a live lineup, and then it just inevitably tanks. I've uh, been pretty good at that, but um. But no, I'm um, betting just uh, outside of the uh, Bubba, or not Bubba. <laughs> no, that was a disaster. Uh, the Brooks <laughs> at, at uh, what you call the waste, did the waste management fifty to one. I just haven't, I haven't hit a winner yet. Um, I don't play a ton of bets, but um, I've had a couple top fives, top tens here and there, but nothing. I mean, oh no, I did. I'm sorry, I did hit Justin Thomas at the players. That's right. I wanted to Lee Westwood because I that was. And paying much better but outside those two just have not uh hit anything so and yes i'm still a little bummed about bubba yesterday and his back nine
0: it was something to be seen was it not i mean you want to talk about an absolute collapse it was uh you know it wasn't just one hole i mean it was bogey 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 it's like where's bubba going uh and I, i felt bad for you buddy i Really didn't want him to win for my different right. fantasy league stuff, yeah. but I feel for you that was uh that was painful.
1: I mean, him not winning, like, okay. Yeah, you know, that happens. Him not getting top five where he was at, that was like that was the blow like, oh my gosh, like this is just And then so then I think right about the time he's kind of I think he parred thirteen.
0: Yeah, the part 5, I think.
1: Leishman's in at 12 under, and he's like 16 or 18 to 1. So I put five bucks on I'm like, okay, there's a couple tough holes coming up here for Bubba. He falters. You know, Leishman could be live. So then, you know, I'm thinking, oh, okay. As Bubba's classic, okay, all right, maybe I got Leishman. And then, well, English and, and uh, Hickok decided to make birdie on 18, which they forgot to do for eight playoff holes
0: forever so first of all one of the subtleties that may uh be unnoticed by many people that i got a good laugh of was when harris english was on the range while the guys behind him were finishing uh jim nance said something like ah oh, he may just go ahead and hit the rest of that bucket that mark leishman left i out did there. hear that and i gotta say it made me laugh really good uh <laughs> i got i got a big chuckle I like it. that's kind of cold-hearted but at the same time it's pretty funny and then me i mean then the camera angle goes there it's like Sure looks like it could be the same little bag half yes. bag that he had out there. Yeah. Uh so, I mean, so, you know what I mean? Like the background looked the same. So I thought that was funny. Yeah, the uh the uh so my thought was, man, when Bubba hit his t-shot on 15, if it had been a good one near the green, I was ready to like watch on my phone and go out uh go out and about for the rest of the Sunday. And then four hours later, I was just turning off the television because, well, that's how much later it went oh, on. That was a man. wild finish, man, and I enjoyed it.
1: Oh, it was, gr- I mean, it was just nonstop. Like, I love drama. Like, you know, I always think of the Tiger, Tiger Rocco U.S. Open, how exciting that playoff was. Like, this was just thrilling. Like, I, I, You know, Hickok lipped a couple out that looked like should have gone in. Harris English had a couple short putts. There were some great scrambles, the English uh, fried egg in the bunker getting out of that. Um, even on the seventh playoff hole, Hickok making like a fifteen footer, 10, 15 footer to save par, which you thought was whatever. I mean, Harris was gonna probably go make the putt, and he didn't. And like it was just, mm-hmm. it was just great to watch. It was great sports drama.
0: Yeah, it was. I agree. It was really good stuff. It was uh, a little irritating for my girlfriend who doesn't mind watching a little golf, but wasn't ecstatic with the two hours of extra coverage that we
1: got but i was
0: i had a great time Oh, I so. did too.
1: No, and, uh, then, and then of course you know somebody on twitter's like oh i want 60 minutes twitter's like right now and of course i wouldn't look in the other a few people freaking out that's you know we're 60 minutes at i'm tired of this golf interrupting or whatever and then and then somebody actually took a screenshot of one lady who was like yeah, i tuned in for 60 minutes and i'm you know, and then am sitting here watching this golf playoff, and now I'm yelling at the TV for, you know, she was she's That's awesome. Golf. Like, it was great. Like.
0: <laughs> Tune in for 60 minutes, and you got uh, a lot more than 60 minutes worth of extra golf.
1: Yeah, but it's just like the uh, – because I'm trying to think – who's the person who tunes in for 60 minutes all of a is like, oh, hey, you know what? This golf thing isn't that bad. In fact, and then you start yelling at the TV. It's hilarious.
0: That is beautiful. I love it. That's how a fan is born.
1: That's right. Now there is something else we need to talk about. Or are, are, are you all done? Anything else you have for um, the travelers?
0: Not really. My lineups weren't so great. I certainly didn't have the excitement that I had a week ago or a year ago at the Travelers. So
1: nah, I don't really have anything else. Other than the fact that apparently now the new thing on tours, if you're leading with uh, fifty with a uh, nine holes to go on Sunday, uh, bet the other side because wasn't we seen? Harris English at Palmetto? Along no, that was Justin Hadley. We saw Bryson blow it at the U.S. Open, and we saw Bubba at a uh, Traveler. So apparently, you just don't want to—you don't want to be leading with nine holes to go. Apparently, that's the new track.
0: i, I uh, hope that I have golfers that have a chance to break that curse.
1: Yeah, well, I do too.
0: I'll take my chances running out front. Right,
1: but no. The other thing that you and I, I think have to talk about is our uh, our match on Thurs last Thursday. All right. So James and I went to Indianapolis and played, and we both shot ninety-eight. Um, which I think I think all things considered is a fair score for both of us. I think we overtake that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I I've, i I could have been way worse, but I had hoped to be better.
1: Yeah. Um I think lucky for me and lucky for you, I won match play because when I decided to blow up, I really blew up.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a factor. I did – yeah, so you beat me. Basically, you were up two with two to go. I won 17. Then you won 18 to win two and two. Not that we would have walked off if it were uh, three and two or anything like that. Um, Yeah, I was like, oh, we shot the same score which we shot the same score the last time we got together and yeah. played golf. So clearly uh, we are even Steven when it comes to handicap. But I did take the, uh, take the Ellen match play. It was painful. I wanted to uh, petition for more holes, but, uh, you know, the racetrack was full.
1: <laughs> and, and not only was it full, they were even racing.
0: Um. But... uh which was pretty cool, seeing the uh, cars go around the track a little bit. It was, it was a much different take on golf than the normal be quiet when you've got tires squealing and <laughs> horns honking. But, you know what? I uh, I enjoyed it and definitely uh, added to the ambiance and added to the view there. The uh, Brickyard Crossing, that's the name of it, correct? Yes. Yeah, so add one to the list. I uh, added a ball to my souvenir ball uh, tray.
1: Yeah, no, no, it was fun, and, you know. 17 might be the one of the more memorable holes that we've had.
0: Oh, that's right. Well, I mean, uh, Skeeter, we both had an encounter with a young lady on the golf course. I hit a beautiful tee shot on one, and that nice young lady commented on what a good shot I hit. <laughs> uh, on 17, <laughs> you won that hole, for the record. You had already hit a good tee shot in the fairway. You were closer to the green than I was, too. Uh, but that's right. On 17, Skeeter decides to uh, yeah. to. Absolutely, pull was that a three wood or a five wood that you hit? This is a long par three. It's I think I had five, it
1: was a four hybrid.
0: Okay, so I ended up hitting five wood off that same tee, but uh, you decided to pull that 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 hybrid uh, right at the uh, beautiful young lady selling beverages who seemingly was safe, you know, what I don't know, 70 yards left of the pin. I may be exaggerating <laughs> a tear, but yeah, a
1: damn, but it was really far left.
0: And then the worst part is I hit one right at her, too. It just didn't quite get to her uh, and stayed you know, on this side of the hole. But, yeah, then she pulled up and said that uh, she looked for it. And we I think one of us said which one since I also pulled one at her. There was water, right? I think we were both terrified of it. We had both lost enough already.
1: And you and, had to uh, slice enough to so I was like, okay, you know what? We, you correct. We need to avoid that.
0: And she said with a uh, sweet little smile, oh, you mean the one that almost hit me? And uh, I got to <laughs> say, I looked at you and I laughed at you really good.
1: Well, I mean, you know, I have to provide one. Apparently when we go golfing, I have to provide one shot that makes you laugh.
0: I hope that continues um, because it, it so far hasn't been a good one, which has helped keep me uh, at least even with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least, at least it hit the golf shots that went like 30 yards and ended up two feet away from where I initially hit the ball like last time. So um. no,
0: no, no ricochets off the creek this time. No. Creek, it, creeks were in play, but they were uh, they were full of uh, of I don't know jungleish nastiness.
1: Yes, well, you sound like Mark in there.
0: I, I watch him a lot. I mean, I listen to him a lot. He's definitely uh, on my list of guys I enjoy. So I'll take that as a compliment and oh. probably a bit of uh, mimicking what I hear over the week.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, I mean, hey, I like Mark. I, I think I like Trevor a little bit better, but hey, if you want to give me an Edelman, uh pairing announcing, I'm all for it. So, um.
0: amen. So. Well, shall we take it to the Rocket Mortgage, my man? Yes. All right, let's do that. And we're going to go to the Detroit Golf Club. Par 72, 7,340 yards and Skeeter. Not a ton of course history to be looked at, but um, we have a little bit. And before we do that, We'll take a look at what stats we think we like. With just two years in, is it set in stone what you think you want to look at here, or is that still a work in progress?
1: Uh still a little bit of a work in progress, but I mean, what we've seen twenty three under, twenty five under win the past two years. The cut has always been, I think it's minus three or minus four. I forget. That's
0: yeah. I was well, gonna say like five, so yeah.
1: I don't think it I don't think, uh, let me look real quick. I don't think it got to five, but
0: But I was going to guess a crazy number where, like, good returns uh, normally weren't really.
1: Yeah, minus four has been the cut the past two years, so. Okay. um, But, yeah, just, um, yeah, you're going to have to make birdies. You're going to have to score, and that's basically what it Um, I was hoping I hit a different stat there. So, yeah, so, basically, tee to green, like, around the greens very slightly, but, again, you really don't want to. If you're relying on on a green, you're probably um, you're probably not in contention. Uh, I think the average drive. Let me see, average drive here in the past two years, two hundred and ninety-seven yards. Average on tours, two eighty-two. So, just the you know it's hot in the summer, It just rolls out. Accuracy, pretty easy to find these fairways. I don't think the roughs real penal here either. Easy to hit greens, easy to scramble. I mean, there's just Nothing really shocking here. Going to have to make some putts. So that's basically what this is. is Can you hit a wedge? Can you make a few putts? Um, And that's basically where we're at. Um, As far as stats I'm looking at, so again, T to green approach, opportunities gained, birdies. I'm actually looking at eagles. There's actually a couple of holes that had like (laughs) over 2% eagle rate. The par fives are not real long. I think there's only one that's over 600 yards. The rest, I think, are reachable, so... Those are in play. Um, wedge ranges even maybe even some of your from 200 plus yards. And Par 4 stroke skiing actually popped up a little bit, and since there's four par 5s, I'll take a look at that too, but it's, it's going to be kind of like what we saw at Palmetto, at Byron Nelson. Weak fields, high scoring, probably not the week I'm going to invest a ton of money into. Um, good week if you like betting, maybe find some long shots, because they'll probably have a You know, anybody can win these types of events. I mean, we had Nate Lashley, I think, who was a Monday qualifier, win two years ago. We had Bryson win last year. So good luck trying to figure out your pattern amongst the winners.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you if there was something to make of this because you had Lashley and Doc Redmond were one, two with Rory Sabatini uh, two years ago. And then it was Bryson, Wolf, and then Kisner. Were the one, two, three a year ago? Ryan Armour finishing fourth. Like you got two bombers and then two guys that can't hit it very far at all. So uh, I don't know. That's uh, I guess I guess that we just need a few more years here before I can really pinpoint something I'm looking at there.
1: But again, on these on these courses where we're going to see such low scores, I'm not sure that you know basically any type of style can win. It just mm-hmm. can you give yourself how many chances within 15 20 feet can you give and how many of those putts can you make on a week and can you maybe even throw in an eagle hit a green and two and make a long putt or put one within 30 feet and go from there
0: are we ready to take a look at the field yep okay because we have to that's part of this thing so we are going to take a look at this field and It starts 10K+. plus. It starts with the defending champ, Bryson DeChambeau, at 11-4. Patrick Reed, 10-9. Webb Simpson, 10-6. Hideki Matsuyama, 10-4. Will Zalatoris, 10K even. Skeeter, you got five choices. Who's
1: your favorite in this group? It's a tier I'm not even sure I'm going to get into, but um, if I do, it'll be Hideki at 10-4. I know you like him as well, but Mm -hmm. just, I mean, in this field, top 10, ball striking approach birdies, eagles, proximity. His only weakness is a proximity from 200-plus yards and putting. Like, we've seen Hideki just have some horrible putting, but that's what he does every single week. Or most weeks. When he's actually field average or can gain a little bit of putting, it's when he can go blitz a field. 10-4, I think, is a pretty good price. I'm actually not sure why he's cheaper than Webb. In fact, I'm not even sure why he's cheaper than Reed. I think he should be the second highest. So there's a slight discount there. Stats say it. History says it. Hideki at 10-4 and I think is very in play for me.
0: Hideki's my guy too. But I I think what you said first probably makes the most sense to me is I don't know if I get to this place. Um, And, I mean, here's – you know, Webb was eighth last year and his one of two times out here, or one of the two times it happened, whereas Hideki was a 21st and a 13th. So, you know, maybe you look at those two and say they're similar in world ranking – uh all this i could see why one is cheaper than the other but i like hideki because he's cheaper um and like i said i'm using him in one and done as well so he's my guy but i'm not gonna have like 40 percent hideki for sure i promise you that because i just uh, i'm not in love with going up here and then if i go up here when we get to 6k i'm not sure i'm gonna be looking at guys that i can pair with this tier to to make it work for me
1: uh there's a few guys i found in the sixes that i think could be used but yeah i get it um it's not that they of a field, so and I think there's some names in the nines that are just as capable of winning as there are the tens.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Um, if you had a second favorite play in this tier, who would it be?
1: Uh, let me look at something real quick. Yeah, it's Patrick Reed. Um, he rates out top 10 over 24 rounds or less, so he rates out very well short-term. He even rates out for I mean, he's 11th in longer-term models too, but – Good Tina green. He'll, he'll actually make – he's 7th in Eagles over the past 24 rounds, which strikes me a little weird. Really good par 4, really good par 5 player. Um, His wedge proximity and even short irons, not great, but good long irons. And I think he had a 4th here, the first year, if I remember right. That okay. sounds
0: correct. I think he fifth. does have a good finish here.
1: Yeah, 5th two years ago, missed a cut last year. 10-9, yeah, it feels a little pricey, but – He could kind of win anywhere, Um, so I think he's flexible for that reason. But again, probably not getting there. I'd go with Webb Simpson if
0: I go two guys, or you know, find a reason to get away from Hideki. I know he didn't make the the cut at the U.S. Open, but he had been playing decent for a little while, and I give Webb a pass here and there for missing cuts and finished eighth here last year. He's a class player. He can go low. I don't really want to get up here. I don't like paying ten six for Webb. I like paying nine something for Webb, so I don't know if I'll do it. but Not liking this tier, Webb is the guy I would go to if I didn't go to Hideki.
1: Webb's the one I'm fading. Just he just has not been playing all that great. Has not passed away rounds, not giving himself many opportunities. Not great from like one fifty to two hundred for the proximity. So those are any enough concerns, and I have those many concerns for the third highest price golfer. I just can't do it.
0: I'm going to fade Bryson uh, defending champ. I don't know if he'll get a ton of usage at 11, four, but I'm going to fade him expecting people to think about using him. And he's got to win for him to be worth 11, four. He's got to come in second and he's not finishing the top 10 right now. in some of these big events. In fact, he hasn't since early May finished inside the top 10. So right now for me, Bryson that I just don't see him paying that price. Now, you know what? He could finish 20th and make a ton of birdies and eagles, but make it bogeys, and maybe he does end up being worth it in this type of uh, birdie frenzy. But for me, he's a fade.
1: Yeah, I don't have any interest in him. Um, and Even the other one, Zalatoris, as I mentioned to you before we started, it almost feels like he's kind of hit that wall where he has to figure out how to deal with adversity on a PGA Tour, which – We've seen we've seen guys like Neiman, Wolf, even Hovland a little bit, kind of struggle when they first make the tour. They have some initial success, kind of go through the lulls, and you know could be the first time in their career they've really faced some adversity. I don't like him on DraftKings. If I was going to play him, I think I'd bet him just for the pure upside, but I don't think I want to mess with him on DraftKings.
0: Are we ready? <clears throat> Pardon me. Are we ready to take it to nine K? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it with Joaquin Neiman at 98, Jason Kokrak, 95, Sun JM, 93, Bubba Watson, 92, Matt Wolf, 91, Keegan Bradley, 9K even. Skeeter, you said there's some plays you like in 9K, which is the one you
1: like the most? I don't know if I'm stealing your guy because I actually, actually, there's there's a few of your guys in this range. Um, yes, there are. I'm going to go Kokrak. I think he's sitting, like, 25 to 1, 28 to 1 at the book. So, I mean, that's a – I think there's some decent numbers on him. Let me
0: – yeah, he's 20, 28 to 20 1. That's the game. number I've got, Yep. Yeah.
1: But um, he ranks second in my mile past 24 rounds. Uh, Top top 10, t Green approach, birdies are better, putting – that's odd for co-correct co- – Second he's been
0: putting good. It seems like for a while now,
1: man. For like a year or something. Fourth, yeah, fourth proximity for two hundred plus yards. Number one par five stroke game. If we want to play a, if I want to play a really silly, stupid narrative, um. So English won yesterday. So he's like the third repeat winner. They all kind of you know sink and or fourth sink can lay and Bryson. They all won the fall swing. Harris English won the tournament of champions. Kolkerak also won in the fall swing, so maybe there's yeah, some. See sort of, did. So, maybe there's just some weird quittance that's going on, but that'll be my dumb reason to play him. But the stats bear it out, and I don't know why he's twenty eight to one. That feels like that's some value, and ninety five hundred is not that better a price. I think I might start. You know, if I play, you know, if I play one lineup, which I'm considering, I might start Kolkerak and figure it out from there.
0: I don't hate it uh i like him a lot this week i think he's my number two in this range he could be my number one but let's mix it up a little bit uh my number one is going to have to be matthew wolf uh-huh. finished second here a year ago i'm gonna go back to the same things i said last week it's a bryson course where bryson plays well Wolfie plays well well wolf played well last year here yeah he bombed last week i kind of I don't know. Maybe I wish I still had him for one and done. Maybe I'm glad I'm using Hideki this week. But I'm going to give Wolf another chance. This is a birdie fest. You're talking about a guy who can make eagles. That's Matt Wolf. So I'll take my chances here in a field I just don't really have a good uh, feeling about. Let me go with my guy who fits the narrative of this course quite well.
1: I don't think I get to him. I mean, stats aren't going to bear it out, but I can throw out the stats here a little bit. I'm just doing because, again, we you know, he does have that. What did he do this first year? Did he play here this first year? Uh, uh, he's not on the cut. list
0: of having played here.
1: Yeah, he missed the cut 19 in the second last year. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, then I missed that. Well, that's okay. No, I mean, but, you know, him and Bryson just kind of figured out last year just bomb and gouge, and there's, you know, the rough isn't that penal if it is. Well, guess what? You're near the fairway, but dry rough probably won't be that bad. So I get it. I, I don't, I haven't starred, but I don't know if I play him.
0: If, you don't go co-cracker if you have somebody else you like. Who is it going to be?
1: I'm going to look at Keegan. Um 9K, number 1 tee to green, good approach, good opportunities to gain. As long as this Keegan can he at least get a semi-neutral average putter. Well, other than that, I don't see, you know, everything else points to him being a, a pretty good play. Uh has maybe struggled a little bit more recently, so he's a better longer term long-term range model play, but you know, I th- I don't know. I feel like he can play pretty well here. Um, he's missed at the travelers on the number. He's good on approach. Couldn't make a putt. Not a surprise. Missed Memorial was bad around the green. Should not have to rely on around the green here. Is really good off the tee. Really good off the approach. I think those are numbers. I those are things I like here. So, I think Keegan at nine K is somebody to consider. I'll
0: go Neiman as my other guy. Kocrack really is my number two, but you went through him, and I like Neiman as well. Uh, he's been playing decent, not great. I guess this is a field where I think where maybe decent his decent play could elevate a little bit. Uh, finished fifth here two years ago, so uh, Code Crack really is my number two behind Wolf. But I like Neiman, and I could try, and I'll probably use him a little bit too.
1: Yeah, I like that because I got to play him in our league. So there you go. Well, who are we fading here, Skeeter? I'll let you start here um it's gonna be Bubba for me um actually I think I heard somebody say, in his post round interview yesterday apparently said that he wasn't he was like well hey I, all I want is to give myself a chance to win on Sunday and it just didn't work out this time so it's actually a pretty good perspective for Bubba but um he's missed the cut in both attempts here so I know it's short term but we kind of know that Bubba has his as he likes and if he's over two here I'm just not going to uh go down that route
0: yeah, is Auguste a uh, comp back there uh, from last week by chance with the Travelers? I mean, I, I want to say no, but Dustin's won there both. Dotson won both last year. Uh, Bubba has won multiple times at both. Uh, Brian Harmon's good at both. There was like some – maybe it was more of a left-hander thing with Phil. Even Libiota played good. I know we're yeah. going back to the tournament before, but um, left-hander narrative, Masters narrative, nothing.
1: Am I overreaching here? I think Masters maybe would be a be – a- extreme Riviera maybe okay but yeah no, Just, there, I, I kind of thought about that with the list
0: of names that we were looking at yesterday okay. as far as uh like past winners and all that
1: yeah but no there is there is something with the lefties but I, I wouldn't think Augusta because
0: maybe it was maybe it's more the lefties which is also sort of an Augusta thing with the lefties because Libiota was even up on the list after you know Bubba Phil and Harmon of all Harmon I think was the one there too, or at least played good. But anyway, I digress. I'm I'm I'm, I'm treading back the other way. But Bubba's my fate as well here. Okay. Huh. <laughs> so but, and and one thing we've learned Bubba course Bubba this is not but a, not a Bubba course after two missed cuts. So I'm not going to try and uh, make it be that as well. So let's take it to eight k. Let's start at the top, Jason Day, 89, Charlie Hoffman, 88, Ricky Fowler, 87, Gary Woodland, 86, Kisner, 85, Home, 84, Higo, 83, Grillo, 82, Tringali, 81, 8K each for Phil Mickelson and Siwoo Kim. Skeeter, you got a favorite play for me in 8K?
1: Again, this another range. I think there's multiple plays here. I'm going to go back to Grillo at 8K. He just rates out very well. Let me pull him up here. Yeah, he's number one in my model past 24 rounds. Number one in approach and opportunities gained. proximity from 150 to 175 and par four strokes gained. Very good tee to green. Very good birdies are better. Makes eagles. Um, again, it's just kind of the putter, and it's been better, at least by griddle standards this year, than what we've seen. Um, granted, he's lost put- strokes putting in the past two tournaments, and that's why he missed on the number of the travelers. But, you know, I can... I'm not worried about missing on the number when it's putting related, so I can go back to Grillo, I think. So, 8,200, I think, is another nice price on him. And I think he's 50 to 1 in the book, which is not a horrible Or 40 to 1. Not sure I'm betting at 40. I think I like the DraftKings price better.
0: I guess I'm going Kevin Kisner here. He's 33 to 1 at the book, which rates him kind of next to the guys at the top of this uh, tier and even the bottom of the other one. He's playing decent, right? Fifty-fifth at the U.S. Open isn't bad for Kiz. Fifth last week. Uh, he can play this course well. Finished third here last year. So I know you thought I was going to go elsewhere, but Charlie missed a cut here two weeks ago or two years ago. I'll use him. I love Charlie, but I, I, I don't want to be a broken record all the time. So I'm going to go with Kisner.
1: My only reason I'm probably not getting to Kisner. He his putter is on fire, which is probably good at an event like this. Everything else has kind of been, eh. And the other thing is, I'm not sure like Kisner in an event where 25 under is going to win.
0: That's fair. I mean, like, he was he finished third last year.
1: Right. Yeah. Which is weird. I, I don't typically think of that. Like, Kisner's one of like more if it's like 10, 12 under that range. I think I'd like him more. But let's, let's see. Strokes came by. Yeah. Yeah. Average difficulty tends to be more of a Kisner type of course, but. No, I get it. I thought I was gonna like him coming off of success last year and, and even success on Sunday at Travelers, but just didn't didn't do anything for me.
0: Fair enough. If you do not go with uh, who'd you go with, Grillo? Yeah. If you don't go with Grillo, who where are you going here?
1: Uh, Gary Woodland kind of pops a little bit here. Good birdie, good approach over the past twenty five or twenty four rounds. And then Max Homa just feels he's another one that feels way underpriced. Um eighty four hundred. I think he's like the eighth best player in the, you know, if you go my world golf ranking, he's like eighth best in this field, but yet he's fifty to one, he's eighty four hundred. Like I'll bet on pedigree. Again, I'm not sure is gonna go win at 20, 20, under or something, but I think he could probably top five, top ten in this field the field. So you know, he's one I'm gonna take a look at, but Good approach, good birdies, good putting, good proximity for 200-plus yards. I think Homa's somebody to look at, 84.
0: I can't disagree with both of the guys you mentioned, Woodland and Homa, is maybe just pedigree above what else is down here, right? Like, those guys maybe fit in more with the Jason Day, the Keegan Bradleys, a little bit above them. Uh, Obviously, Hoffman's one of my guys. What about Cameron Tringali? I know uh, he missed the cut at Travelers, but it's not like he missed it poorly. He was one under par. And he's been good here twice, 30th and a 5th, and, I mean, we know that he's the highest winning player without a win, or win, money winning player without a win. Like, he's obviously got some pedigree as well. Tringali, I
1: uh, I guess I'm going to throw out as my number two here at 8,100. Um, has been, has putters been decent, approach has kind of been, it's been, it's been above average. Off the tee has been a little bit of a struggle for him, and I think that does play a little bit of a role here, so I don't I don't mind Tringali. I just I'd rather pay the extra 100 for Grillo. Fair enough. Who are you fading in this tier? Uh it's Kisner for the reasons I said just the heavy putter reliance and this just doesn't feel like I mean as I said, I know you keep bringing up he was what third last year and it's it's a very yeah. fair point. Just that seems like an outlier. This does does not seem like a Kisner course or type of thing where he'd go win and 8,500, I think I'd be, I want a little more upside, or at least I want a little better fit in my world. I think
0: I've got to fade Fowler. I mean, I know he was good here last year and made the cut two years ago, but I'm just not going to pay 87 for Fowler when I can pay 86 for Woodland, 88 for Hoffman, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So for me, it's Ricky. Uh, that, that I'm just going to need to see more than you know, uh, a two-week stretch between the PGA and the Memorial.
1: No, that's fair. And, you know, maybe maybe it's just something with Tory Pines, but I think traditionally he's struggled when he's been like, you know, it's one of his events where, the, where the, what he sponsors is the host. Like we see him struggle at the farmers every year. So right. maybe it's just that. But, um, no, I don't have a problem with it. Um, he, he still does feel overpriced at 8,700. He does. All right, well, let's go to 7Ks. There's a whole list
0: of names, and it gets thin down here. But, Skeeter, we've got to make some picks, and I'll ask you to make one first. Do you have a favorite play out of all these fellas in 7K? I
1: do. Let me find him a minute here. Um, Yeah, because I bet him at 90 to 1 at the book. Um, It's Jez Reevy, 7,600. Past 24 rounds, eighth opportunities game, first in approximately from 125 to 150. Putting, birdies are better. Uh, Eagles, not very good. But in shorter-term models, he rates out first over the last 12 rounds, third over last eight, and five over the last four. He's starting to play some decent golf here. Um, if, if I go back to look at the past, 14th Palmetto, 40th at US Open, 25th at the Travelers, he's gained multiple strokes on approach every single time. Putter has been a little bit cold, but that's Ches Reedy. Um, not a surprise there. So at seventy six hundred and at twenty-five to or at ninety to one in the book. 90 to one in the book, I think that's really good value on Chaz Revi, and I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with him as long as it's you know, with the form that he's showing.
0: I guess I'm gonna go with Substraca at a hundred dollars yeah. more at seventy seven hundred. Yep. Um missed a handful of cuts, but 26 at the Byron Nelson, then missed three cuts, was tenth at the Travelers, so has had some good finishes in the last two months while missing some cuts, and I like that he's coming off of a good finish because he plays well here. 11th and 8th were the way he finished the the two times they played here. So 7700, give me Seb Straka, good course history, coming off of a very good finishing uh, a tournament at the Travelers.
1: Yeah, you know, had been losing strokes in his past like seven events on, on approach, gained five and a half at Travelers and. He's one that tends to do pretty well on easier courses. He he can score. And did you mention his course history? Because he's got a nice 8th yeah. Yeah, and 11th. So, yeah, I think there's a very, very recent form play in a in course history play, but I don't mind SEP at all.
0: Where else are you going besides Chez? I know you even if you only set one lineup, you gotta like a few names down here.
1: Yeah, uh, Lucas Glover of 7,800 rates out very well. Tita Green, he'll make birdies good par four good par five player just again with his putter's been better than average you know usual for him uh varner's always worth a look at these events he because he can score really good Tita to green uh kyle stanley i have a feeling this might be i might not play him because if he if he's real popular and i've already heard his name pop up a little bit does everything well except putt and just doesn't make a ton of birdies but when you're poor putter that kind of happens uh, Panca is another one I kind of feel like sometimes pops up at these you know low scoring events really good birdies putter has been pretty good he gives us up plenty of opportunities so I think he's there um Hank Lebiota also you know good week last week he can also get into these uh, shootout scoring events so I'll save a couple other names in case I hit in case I've hit some of yours uh, a couple, um, but there's a few. I mean, Doc Redmond.
0: I'm going to go back to here. Finished second two years ago, and now I'm scrolling way past his name. I think uh, finished second at Palmetto just a couple of weeks ago too, right? Yes, finished second at Palmetto. Yeah. So he's making cuts. Not always great, but he's popped with a couple of top tens here this summer, and this is a place he does well. So if I'm going 10 lineups, Doc's in a couple. Um, I'm going to go down to Bryce Garnett coming off of a good finish from a week ago too, playing good. And I feel like he did a little something here, 17th here two years ago. Brian Stewart, 30th and 5th the last uh, two years here, the only two years here. And what's Stewart done lately? I think he did enough recently here for me to be interested in him. He was 30th at the Travelers, then missed the cut, the two previous cuts. But those are a couple names I like. Of course, I like HV3. Snedeker is a name who I'll take a look at. Ryan Armour, Danny Willett, Chris Kirk. Um, and then just because I like to play Sebastian Munoz and Mackenzie Hughes, I, I may look at them as well. And RCB all the way down there at 7K as
1: well. I still have bad palm metal memories on RCB. Uh, no, I got gotcha, you. But, I mean, there was a reason we liked them two, three weeks ago, right? Yeah. No, Brian Stewart um, in Michigan. I think he's from Michigan, so you can always play that a little bit. Um, Doug Gims, the only other one I kind of have mentioned, a uh, pretty good long-range like top 30, that 7K, I think I can go with it with him there as well.
0: If you got a fade for me, you're not going to like mine.
1: Oh. Fading one of the guys I liked it, apparently. I'm uh, fading Lucas Glover. He is on
0: the band list, <laughs> and he's not coming off of it for a long time now. I took him off it at Palmetto. He's an ambassador at Congaree. Everyone loves Lucas Glover. Let's bet him. Let's put him in all our lineups. Lucas Glover, back to the line, back at the end of the line. He's on the banned list, dude. I am – He's yeah, Lucas Glover's my
1: favorite. Fine. Fine. If you want to play that game, Mackenzie Hughes, banned. That's fine. What? What's your reasoning?
0: What did Mackenzie Hughes do to you besides show some bowling balls to Sun JM a couple of years ago?
1: Man. I d- couldn't find anybody else to fade. I just wanted – since you were taking a shot at me, I had to take a shot at you.
0: And It's not a shot at you. That's a shot at Lucas Glover, who I took off the banned list, put back into my lineups two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, whatever it was, and he was an absolute disaster. So he made his way right
1: back to the band list. So I guess for Mackenzie Hughes, let me let me see if this actually. Yeah, when I think of his two best performances, I mean, okay, I yes, did he win like RSM or something like his for? He won something fairly early in his career. Um, in my, I, I don't know that it was it was RSM. But recently, when I think of his best. Uh, finishes. It was second at Honda, and then fifteenth at the U.S. Open. Is he one who's just going to play tough course as well? Because he this can is putt not a tough course because he can putt and yeah. This so this one just doesn't really fit. I mean, That's I don't fair. know. I just he's he's also the guy just have a hard time getting around.
0: I just playing. figured it was as close to Canada as he was going to be able to play this year.
1: Uh, you know what? That's a very fair point.
0: I imagine Detroit is as close to Canada as any event will be this year. Uh,
1: yes. Yeah. Cause it, yeah. Yeah. It's not that far to cross it. A from Detroit. Um, I'm surprised you're not playing Hadwin for that reason. Then.
0: Home field advantage. I might go for that.
1: <laughs> no Canadian open. I have to use Detroit as the home field. advantage, As, as
0: opposed to my FC Cincinnati, uh, beloved team who won, at Orlando, playing Toronto, who's Toronto's home team. For some reason, the, the hockey teams are allowed to play in Canada. But if you're a baseball team, go to Buffalo. You're a soccer team, go to Orlando.
1: I mean, ho- hockey's the national sport in Canada, and you know they got a, they got a team in the Stanley Cup Finals, the Canadians. So, um...
0: so hockey's cool, but the rest of the sports can't play in Canada.
1: Of course, hockey's cool. They play on ice.
0: All right, that was a good dad joke. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I think that's a good time to get to the six Ks right there.
1: <laughs> I'm not even a dad. I'm not even a dad.
0: I can't beat but that. Here for. I can't beat that. Neither am I. But I wear uh, New Balance and I tell dad jokes too, so it's okay. Okay. Um, let's take it to six K, Skeeter. You said you had some guys you were interested in. What? I don't know. I mean, I see some names that I like, like golfers wise, but. I don't know. I got a couple names I threw down there, but you tell me who you like.
1: Okay. Uh, Davis Thompson. Yeah, he's fairly new for, you know, college player. He's 350 to 1, 6,800. Like, I just threw a flyer on him. 18th in approach, 29 to green, 25th in the wedge range. Like, I'll take a chance on him. A um, couple guys who've been playing really well recently. Let me pull them up here. Uh, Scott Piercy. Again, I am. Really good approach. I was always worried about Pierce's putter. But um he ranks third in my model over the last twelve rounds, fourth or or last eight rounds. Um similar boat, Henrik Norlander, top you know, he's twentieth in my more recent models, twelve rounds or less. So I think I can go there. Joseph Bramlett, I used him, I think, in palmetto, I think he made my he made a cut. Really good tee to Green. Unfortunately for Bramlett, really poor putter. But he's fourth in Eagles, fourth in par 4 Strokes gain. I think you can go down there. Um, I have a couple other names, but I'll hold off
0: is the only one I had written down that you hit. Um, now, like I said, there are names like Hoagie and Higgs, guys that I like to cheer for. Yeah. Uh, I, I I feel like I'm trying to be smart when I play Austin Eckrow, like I'm going to get ahead of the game when maybe I should be more like thinking Davis Thompson, guy coming out of the Corn Ferry Tour instead of a guy coming out of college in Eckro. But who knows? We'll see. Maybe I'm just an idiot. So those are some names I would just threw down there because I, I like them. But Lashley one here two years ago. Um, not the WWE champion, but Nate Lashley, oh. uh, right. He won here two years ago at 6,900. Yeah. He made yeah. the cut in the last two events out. So, I mean, he's gotta be worth a look at that point. Uh, well, Sabatini, two guys at 6,900 that I can play. Uh, neither one of them's playing good right now though. So like really Lashley, and then you kind of made me feel a little bit of, better about Norlander. Those are the only guys that make a little sense to me.
1: Okay, other guys that just kind of rail statistically, Vaughn Taylor, he sometimes pops at these at these low scoring shootout birdie fest. So, a uh, pretty good putter, good proximity from two hundred plus yards. Past twenty four rounds, good opportunities gained. Maybe not the best tee to green, which is an issue. But you know, he kind of pops up a little bit. Roger Sloan, good tee to green, can't putt. I've used him a little bit. Adam Shank, um, good birdies are better. Good opportunities gained. Not great wedges, and I believe, if I remember right, he's got a couple of good finishes here. Um, 30th and 42nd, so maybe not good, but...
0: Hey, dude, you get a you get a 40... Yeah, you get a 40-second finish from a guy you paid 6500 for, and your 10K-plus guy pays out because of that? That's great.
1: And, and, yeah, he's 29th, the British are better, so he might outscore his finish, finishing position. Um, If you really needed a punt, 6,200 Tyler McCumber... 24th in opportunities gained, top half of the field, T.D. Green approach. Again, can't putt, but you hope hope that maybe he gets uh, lucky. And then one guy who will be added to the field, or I I think he'll be added on DraftKings on Tuesday morning, will be Mito Pereira. He he, uh, is the recipient of the Battlefield promotion for winning three times in the Corn Fairy Tour. Um, still an alternate though, because I guess Zalatoris is taking a bunch of exemptions because of well, you know, he gets unlimited. And what, what term tournament doesn't want Zalatoris? So it's costing Pereira, I guess, which seems like a fluke in the rules. But having won three times at a court Fairy, this is good to play like a Cord Fairy event. hmm That's and a he, great point, man. And he is a hundred to one as far as uh, the bet betting odds go. So I think that's worth a look. I don't know That's a good playing.
0: point about that. This this plan like a corn ferry tour. I might I might break some ties with some younger guys in this week.
1: Right, and if Pereira is, you know, he will be lower owned just because he's not in the initial field. Like mm-hmm. you know, people you know people who are doing all their research on Monday night won't see him. But if he's if he's in a low sevens or even if he's in a sixes, uh, yes, I will be definitely considering him.
0: Who are we fading
1: from this wonderful group of 6K golfers? Um, Matt Every. It's not the API, so don't play Matt Every.
0: You don't play him there anyway. Just because he's first round leader, he still misses the cut. <laughs>
1: that's right.
0: <laughs> poor guy. Uh, who am I fading? Who am I fading? I
1: want to say poor guy, but you won the API twice in back-to-back years. I mean, that's a pretty remarkable achievement.
0: Correct, definitely not not poor, and uh, certainly uh, uh, an achievement. I would take. Who am I fading? I don't know that I have a fade. We're gonna fade. I was gonna say Satoshi Kira, but he was actually good last week. Uh, we'll fade Adam Long. He bombed me last week. Oh, he, was little, uh, he was supposed to be a good little. He uh, was supposed to be a good little sneaky play at a place he played well. Well, I'm fading Adam Long. How about that?
1: Wow, one of your
0: guys. Well, I'm, I've am i been known to fade my guys before when it doesn't make sense, right? And he missed the cut the one time he played here. And he burned me last week, dog. I mean, I was waiting for I you. Some, uh, so, first of all, I was I was horrible last week. I don't know how I ended up cashing for 17 bucks out of my, what, $37 is what I entered. I have no idea. But basically because I played some Harris English lineups. So, I got lucky he won and cashed some. But, yeah, Adam Long, like – I even had a lineup that had Jim Herman and Adam Long in it, and I forget who missed the cut. i think Matthew Wolf missed the cut. Like, Didn't even have a 10K guy, and it. it had like three 9Ks, and two of them missed the cut.
1: Well, you know, the Hermanator ace on Sunday helped.
0: It was tasty. It was tasty. Uh, the Hermanator knows how to strike when, when the iron's hot. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised he's not here this week. Yeah, you know, he's, I don't know. So this would be a great way for him to get that PIP money.
0: He's buying. Yeah, he's first of all, he's got a tweet, and he's got to buy some beers for everybody.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: He still he's still picking up a tab from yesterday, dog.
1: Well, that's why you got to play this week, you know, make your money back. But I guess answer isn't playing either. Neither is uh, who's the other one? There? Oh, Kyle Staley's playing. He aced. He had an ace on Saturday.
0: Well, then maybe he's buying for the guys that are here.
1: Yeah, because I, I answer answer had the cooler full of uh beer for everybody. This or cerveza, as he said. Um. It was Modelo, wasn't it? It was either I, Modelo I or so. Corona. Think... It was a Mexican lager. Yeah, I mean, you've got a little uh, bit Mexican heritage. I'm down with it, dog. Uh,
0: I think Jim Herman needs to buy a round of beers at Mio's next time I'm up there in Clifton. Right yeah. there on the good campus at of University of Cincinnati.
1: Is it Yingling? Is that the uh, beer of Cincinnati? Uh,
0: Yingling, it would be a truth. Uh, Rheingeist. Yingling is a Pennsylvania bro. Oh,
1: oh, oh, sorry.
0: Now, if he wants to get some Leishman loggers distributed up there, which I just found out about yesterday, <laughs> I'd be more than happy to. But I wouldn't expect the Herminator to be buying me Leishman loggers.
1: Yeah, because I think I, I texted you like, oh, God, this has not been a good past hour or two for me when Bubba's melting down. And you're like, yeah, well, you know, it's been good for me because I found out that Leishman has a beer in it, and, and, you know, it's, it's in Virginia. So if they don't get around here, I'm making a, I'm making a road trip in the winter to go get some oh.
0: You better believe that dude, that that is a road trip to be had if I cannot figure out a way to get here before then. So. Um, well all right dog, I that that's the uh the about everything from the DraftKings side of this thing if that I have, you got anything
1: else? No, no.
0: So, I think this is a good time to talk about one and done. You and I are both in the big one uh that Pat Mayo put together. The Fantasy Golf Championships. That's got 8 rounds left, man. You got 8 picks to make. So I spent more time before the podcast today breaking down what I'm going to do for the rest of the year and one and done than I really did for this this tournament with only two years of course history and not the best field. I thought this would be the best way to spend my time uh, for the rest of this golf season. And I, and I will say this: we've got some options this week. We're going to have some options at the Open. I would expect at the 3M, and then of course WGC FedEx, Wyndham Northern Trust, BMW. I don't know about the John Deere, which is the tournament we'll have to pick next. Is there any reason you would not pick a player this week because you were saving him for John Deere? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. No, because uh, the, the – And I'm, gonna, be- I'm not even sure who's going to be in the field for the Deere next, next
1: week. Um, I took a look at the list. Apparently, Sun Jay is going to go to John Deere, which is really interesting. But um,
0: I've used him, unfortunately. I, I wonder if, if Cam Smith makes it to the Deere, which he played not, a couple years ago. He's not playing John Deere. I, I wouldn't expect. He did a few years ago. Him and Neiman were, like, better off guys. Kevin Na's probably going to play. And Brian Harmon's going to probably play,
1: right? Um, let me see. I, so, I have, like, the I te- know- I have a temporary list because it's not finalized, but, um... Who are you? Who are your two names that you said? Well, none of these guys are playing this week
0: besides Joaquin Neiman. But Cam Smith or Neiman, and then it was Kevin Na and Brian Harmon.
1: Okay, Harmon is playing, former winner, so yeah. Kevin Na is playing. Okay, as of now, again, this could all change. Who was the other uh, Cam Smith? No, oh, this does not. Yeah, he's not playing.
0: And and what about Joaquin Neiman?
1: Neiman is not playing.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that is good knowledge, which means it's like Kevin.
1: Uh, Kevin. Uh, for has me, no. well, he has played well at the deer in the past.
0: Yeah, as is Harmon. That's why I had those guys, and then Kevin Streelman, uh, and then I legitimately put Johnson Wagner as an option. That's where we're getting to. <laughs>
1: um. Well, hold on. I mean, Streelman is in the field. Uh, he, I think he's from Arlington Heights, which is not close to where the John is, but it's Illinois. Um, I'm surprised that you didn't even consider Zach Johnson. Considering this is usually the Zach Johnson Invitational,
0: he's on the list of considerations. He's he, my list of players available did not have him because I didn't go that far down the world
1: rankings. Okay, I mean, Siwoo's playing. I mean,
0: yeah, see who's borderline bandless right now.
1: I mean, come on, you you know what you're getting when you play Siwoo. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, I'm just trying to look at Lucas Glover. Oh, Russell Henley's playing. All right. He is actually a guy I can turn to, but he could end up being a real
0: popular choice because he could be flavor of the month time come next week.
1: Herbinator's playing for you. Charlie's playing.
0: I've already used him. Come on, grow up.
1: I'm just saying overall. I'm not saying for one and done purposes. I'm just saying.
0: Fair enough.
1: Grow up. Stop. <laughs> stop. I've been using that lately. the Michael Waldo. Stop. Um. Yeah, there's just There's there's decent flyers, but yeah, you know, it's. What can I say? I just hey, John Deere knows where their list is, and you just kind of go from there.
0: So, if you had any of the big guys up top, and by that we'll say, um, Bryson, the top. Yeah, Bryson, Reed, Webb, Hideki, those are really the big guys. I mean, Zalatoris then Neiman, when you're talking Sung J.M., I mean, those are the big guys in this tournament. Are you? Is there any of those that you would reserve for one of the other seven events, or is it all systems go, all hands on deck type of a play here and deal with what you got next week and the weeks after?
1: I might save Webb for Wyndham. Which is what I have slated right now. Reid, you probably could even use in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Like he tends to play well in the Northern Trust or the you know I think it's that I think they're going back to Liberty National, which if if they are, I think that's where he won two years ago. So Patrick Reed, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think you could use either one here. I you know I, I'm a, I started with Alatorre, decided eh, I don't think so. That's like okay, we're gonna get really cute play Ches Review who I like. But then I was, you know what, I still have Kokrak available, and he rates out really well, so I think for me right now, Kokrak's my pick. And of yes, the I really players like available
0: to me, use. he's my number two choice, because I am saving Webb for Wyndham. Yeah. So Kokrak would be my fallback behind Matsuyama if, if he were to withdraw or something. Yeah, no,
1: I, I, think, that, I think that's fair.
0: Right, well, I, I did want to spend a little time talking about that, because like I said, I had uh, kind of slated my path for the remainder of the picks that I had used, and... I thought uh, with next week being kind of dicey and then some, <laughs> I think, pretty good choices, like, it was time to talk about that before maybe you used your last choice for next week. And
1: Well, like, you would, I mean, next week again is just going to be kind of a random event. I think the other thing that you can, you know, worry about is, like, Zach Johnson will be popular next week just because he's so, you know, his good history there. But, yeah, you know, I I worry about a Harmon, maybe a Streelman next week. Um, I can see them being popular, but, you know, depends where you're – you know, let's get through this week and we'll worry about one and done at the John Deere Classic next week. You know, I must say I do appreciate that we're spending so much time talking about the John Deere Classic a week before the effect. That does uh, does warm my heart.
0: Well, I did think with eight weeks to go, it was maybe time to talk about that before – you know, you find yourself uh, with three golfers left worth using and five events to use them.
1: Well, right. Well, in the three M is going to be another one too because that's after the Open, before WGC, before the Olympics. So that's going to be that's going to be a tough one too. Like I don't know who's committed to playing there.
0: I'm expecting to use Colin Morikawa there.
1: I don't think he plays there. What's that? I said I don't. I'm not even sure he would play there.
0: Oh, well, he won it before.
1: Right. But or no, Matt,
0: did he win it? No, Matt Wolf no, won it, right? Yeah, Wolf won. How dare I? He came in second. Yeah. All right, well, that's what I have slated right now, Skeeter. We'll see there when we get there, I guess. So that's another reason to, uh, to maybe discuss this is, so you think the 3M field could be a little bit lesser because certainly more cow is in the Olympics, right? Yes. I believe he is, yeah, so.
1: Yeah, and 3M doesn't have, uh, oh all right, early player commitments. Let's see for the 3M. Let's see, Michael Thompson, Ricky. Oh, boy, uh, Louie. that uh, <laughs> on that That's one?
0: That's good knowledge, dude. Like you said, you're not counting on it, but I was planning on using Louie in the open. He's one of the guys I got left.
1: Sink Glover. Oh yeah, this does not look like I uh... I I don't. There'll be some. There'll be some late additions too. But yeah, that does not look like uh That's going to be a. That's not going to be as good of a feel as they've had in the past couple of years.
0: Well, I am. I guess all systems go with Hideki, and we'll just uh, we'll we'll take what we get from there. So. Yep.
1: You got any, You got anything else for uh, before we wrap this bad boy up today? I don't think so.
0: Well, Skeeter, I do not either. Uh, I'm certainly looking forward to the Rocket Mortgage because, well, I'm sure I'll have a bet on my guy Wolf, and we'll see how that all turns out. But uh, I'm hopeful he can bring back that flare we saw two weeks ago at the U.S. Open.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be hit or miss with Wolf. But, you know, he's just trying to enjoy playing golf and coming back to the course. He finished second at last year. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be okay.
0: And I will ride the wave with him and enjoy the ride. Yep. Uh, so, all right, Skeeter. Well, good luck to you this week. Good luck to everybody on the Rocket Mortgage, and let's uh, let's fill up some bankroll and get ready for the open in a couple weeks. And of course, the fifth major, the John Deere Classic, next That's week. That's right. Gotta get our bankroll bank stacked for that, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> for Skeeter Robinson, I'm James Adams. We appreciate everybody listening. This has been the Fantastics, My Fantasy Fix DFS Golf Podcast.